What's up, everybody? This is Carmine Davis, and you are watching and listening to the Carmine Davis Show. What the fuck is up? The Carmine Davis Show. All right, so a beautiful day. Uh, happy Pride. Pride Month is still rolling on, and to commemorate Pride, Britney Spears has gotten married. A fucking man, you drive me crazy. I just can't sleep. I'm so excited. I'm in too deep. Oh, crazy. But it feels alright. Oh, wait. So I'm reading more details about the wedding. <laughs> they showed their fucking ass. They showed their fucking ass, okay? Um, But everybody was there. All the gays and all that were there. We'll get into that. But before we do, if you're new to the show, make sure you guys follow, subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. I don't do it for my health. Hit that subscribe button. Smash it. Hit that um, follow button if you're listening to the podcast on Spotify, Apple Music, or Good Pods, or wherever you're listening to. Um, Make sure you join the fam. I'm drinking a martini for a change. I hate vodka. So I don't know why I'm drinking a martini, but it's um ugh, it's not about I don't know why people drink martinis actually. I like Cosmos preferably, but I ran out of cranberry juice and or not great uh great yeah, cranberry juice and I don't feel like going to the store. I actually need to go grocery shopping after I knock this out of the way. Speak to y'all. Get y'all out the way. See what's going on with y'all. Head on to the store. Instacart, maybe. Probably should have did that if I was a responsible adult, but I am not. I'm reckless as fuck. So, <laughs> anyway, I had a great week. Um, empowering. Retrograde is over with. Um, I'm out of that bullshit. Um, feeling good, feeling great. How are you? Uh, let's just hop into it, all right? Um, this first uh, topic is from lovebiscott.com. We are going to talk about everything um, that went down at Britney's wedding child from Jason, uh, her, her first husband, what's his name? Jason, um, Whatever. That motherfucker is crazy. Did y'all see the video of him running through her motherfucking house like the Tomb Raider? Trying to get into her wedding, child. Like, this is crazy. Um, from lovebiscott.com, they're married. Britney Spears and Sam Ascari uh, share first images from their wedding day. If there's one thing about Britney Spears, no, what if... Uh, let's start that over. They're married Britney Spears and Sam Asghari share first images from their wedding day. If there's one thing Britney Spears knows how to do, it's sparkle. Uh, the longtime couple went in front of 60 guests, including Madonna, Drew Barrymore, and Paris Hilton in Los Angeles. Spears wore a gown by famed fashion house Versace and walked down the aisle to Elvis Presley's I Can't Help Falling in Love, with, falling in love according to sources. If we know... If you're a real Britney Spears, Britney Spears fan, you know why that is important. Uh, 
That song choice is very important. Brittany walked herself down the aisle. She looked absolutely stunning in her main dress. An insider tells people she cried happy tears at some moments. The insiders added that the toxic singer kept the same hair and makeup look throughout the evening, but changed her outfit three times. During the reception, she also tore up the dance floor with Madonna. A second source tells people that the party wrapped up by 11.30 p.m., and the newlyweds were whisked away in a white Rolls Royce with a classic Just Married sign on the back. It ended up being the happiest night for Britney. She wanted a fairy tale wedding, and she got it. Britney looked stunning, the source says. She is very excited to be married. She looks forward to a future with Sam. Um, there's some pictures. I'm going to put them some here with Madonna, Drew Barrymore, Selena Gomez, uh, Donatella Versace, Paris Hilton were there. Uh, People Magazine um, got the scoop. But it was not without all of its mess, okay? Um, Brittany, Jason, um, what's his name? I mean, I kind of, I should have definitely... Yes, here it is. This is from People.com. Britney Spears' ex hit with restraining order as attorney says he'll be aggressively prosecuted. Uh, Jason Alexander was arrested on Thursday after he broke into Britney Spears' private property just hours before her wedding. Uh, Jason Alexander, the ex-husband of Britney Spears, who was arrested after he broke into her property on her wedding day, has been hit with an emergency restraining order against the pop star. Um... Matthew Rosengart, Spears' attorney, confirms to people that Alexander Forty is incarcerated and is under an emergency protective order. This is an outrageous security breach, which I am livid about. But fortunately, Brittany is safe, and she was a stunning and happy bride, Rosengart said in a statement. The attorney also thanked the Ventura County Sheriff's Office and the um, sergeants and detectives involved in Alexander's arrest. And said she looks forward to working. She looks forward to working with law enforcement to ensure Alexander is aggressively prosecuted and hopefully convicted as she definitely as he definitely should be. An emergency protective order EPO is issued at the scene of the incident and is granted based on immediate concerns, according to the sheriff's office. An EPO expires after five to seven calendar days. Alexander, a childhood best friend. Um, to whom Spears was briefly married to in 2004, filmed himself on Instagram Live, breaking into her home on Thursday afternoon, just hours before she and fiance Sam Mascari were set to tie the knot in a private property. I mean, her private property. He is currently listed as um, a county inmate, and jail records show he was booked for battery, trespassing, and refusing to leave private property, and vandalism, all of which were our misdemeanors. Alex, misdemeanors? Pause. Like, have y'all seen this video of this man running through this motherfucking girl's house? And it's a misdemeanor? Hold on. Hold, hold that thought. Alexander, whose marriage to Spears 40 was annulled, was also arrested on an outstanding warrant of grand theft embezzlement and receiving stolen property, both of which are felonies. Good. He is scheduled to appear in Ventura County Superior Court on June 13th. In a footage that he streamed on Instagram Live, the audacity... Alexander roamed around Spears' property on Thursday afternoon and revealed her wedding decorations, which were still being arranged by party planners. Alexander, who eloped with the star in Las Vegas in January 2004, 
only to split 55 hours later could be heard yelling the singer's name and claiming to security that he had been invited to the wedding. So here's the inside scoop, guys, of the bullshit wedding, Jason Alexander. What's up? He said, greeting the workers and even shaking one's hand. My name is Jason Alexander. Brittany invited me here. Alexander claimed, Brittany Spears invited me here. She's my first wife, my only wife. I'm her first husband. I'm here to crash the wedding. Spears' assistant, Vicky T, was alerted to the incident by fans on Instagram and assured her followers that the bride-to-be was unharmed. I've done everything I can while being out of the country to keep everyone safe, Vicky wrote on her Instagram story. That you all, thank you all for absolutely amazing and incredible fans for alerting me of so much. You are blessings. Thank you. Everyone is safe. Alexander Pre previously pleaded guilty in January to violating an order of protection and aggravating a stalking against an unidentified woman. So he does this shit. TMZ reported at the time he was given 11 months and 29 days of probation. Spears' wedding eventually went off without a hitch, and she and Asgari, 28, said, I do before an audience of about 60 guests. Um, including stars like Madonna and Paris Hilton. Spears walked down, watched herself down the aisle. She looked absolutely stunning in her main dress. The source told people she cried happy tears. Um, we went on. We already talked about this. The insider added, ended up being the happiest night for Britney. She wanted a fairytale wedding, and that's what she got. She looked stunning. She looks forward to her future with um, Alexander, I mean, Sam Skarsgård, uh, whatever his name is. This is a mess. The fact that this lady literally cannot get married without there being a fucking, no pun intended, circus is a big fucking deal. Um, but it's in true Britney fashion. Nothing she does goes without some kind of controversy. Like, this bitch can't even secretly get married in front of 60 people without her ex-husband who came out of nowhere after fucking 20 years damn near and rushed her wedding like how the fuck this nigga get in like she lives in ventura county like that's near calabasas or is it in calabasas i think in order for him to get in he had to get past the gates he had to get through all like if anybody can just run into this lady's house like how would this woman ever feel safe like how 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 and how come nobody like on a day like this Right, like, how come nobody thought to themselves, like, let's make sure that nobody can just, some country-ass bumpkin can't run up in this motherfucker. Like, how? How? But congratulations, Brittany. Um, this is a Britney Stan account. Y'all know Britney Spears is my idol. Um, she's up there with Mariah. She is the pinnacle of perfection to me. Nothing Britney Spears. She can never... Never do anything wrong to me, ever. Nothing she can do is wrong. But, you know, I, I think that that goes to show how wild her life is and how little respect um, she has from the people in her life. The fact that they couldn't even respect this lady enough to just let her get fucking married without there being some kind of breach or some kind of violation in her security or her, like, you know what I'm saying? But she looks good. She's singing uh, Vogue with Madonna and Selena Gomez. This is the gayest wedding I've ever seen in my life. And I don't think Britney would ever have had it any other way. Thank you, Britney, for sharing this with people. She did this the right way. I, I, I like where Britney is heading. Even this is just everything to me. Like, 
like even her fucking wedding, like the drama, the press, like the people, the invite list, the fact that her family was not involved. Like, go off, Brittany. I'm here for everything she does. Like, ugh. I love it. 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 Um, let's move on um, to the next hot topic. But before we do, uh, make sure you guys comment. What do y'all think about Brittany and this crazy ass but beautiful wedding? Isn't it? Isn't it so on brand for Brittany? I feel like. I almost feel like there's like a Britney underbelly camp, right? That like makes sure that every single thing she does gets pressed. Like somebody probably had him shaken up in the backseat of a car, shot him up with heroin or something like that, and like shook him and and let him run free. You know, like I mean, like he literally posted videos of like the inside of the wedding. People were not like looking at; they were just looking at him. Like, what's up? Like. If that was a nigga, you know, he would have got shot on sight. You know, but leave a comment. <laughs> Let me know what you think. Um, we're going to move on. This next hot topic is from lovebyscott.com. Uh, Justin Bieber reveals he's been diagnosed with Ramsey-Hunt syndrome, which causes facial par- paralysis. Um, Justin Bieber revealed a shocking diagnosis in a video shown on social media on Friday, today. Um, The 28-year-old singer took to Instagram on Friday to reveal he has been diagnosed with Ramsey-Hunt syndrome, a rare neurological disorder that can cause facial um, paralysis. Bieber shared the news just days after he was forced to postpone a number of tour dates, citing health concerns. Um, It is for from the virus that attacks the nerves in my ear, my facial nerves, and he also has caused by and has caused by face to have my face to have paralysis. He said in a nearly three-minute video, Bieber pointed out that the right side of his face was unable to move as he could only smile and blink on the left side. Oh, my goodness. So for those who are frustrated by my cancellations of the next shows, I'm just physically obviously not capable of doing them. He continued, this is pretty serious, as you can see. I wish this wasn't the case, but obviously my body is telling me I got to slow down. Bieber went on to say that he would now spend his time resting so he could get back to doing what I was born to do. Um, the video is going to be right here. Sing positive and healing energy to Bieber. Um, well, y'all know I don't really like Justin, but I wouldn't wish anything on him. Like, you know, I think um, Justin... I don't really trust anything Justin says after he done through a little twist, <laughs> like, down the line. But I pray for him. I'm sitting prayers. I'm going to believe this. Uh, but y'all know I'm, I have a spirit, and I would be remiss if I didn't tell y'all what was on my spirit. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. I think that Justin is a character. And that's all I'm going to say. I don't trust anything he says. And I would never trust anybody who's.
What do I want to say? I'm praying for him, and y'all should too. Um, I'm praying for Justin and his all of his illnesses. God, Lord, as a matter of fact, you know, I'm, I think I'm moved to pray right now, if y'all will, bow your heads. Father God, please wrap your arm around Justin Bieber, Lord. Heal him once and for all from all of his illnesses, his sicknesses, his, his um, desires that cause him uh, his, uh, 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 to shake at night, his, his uh, tendency to have reckless behaviors, um, whatever it is, if it's an illness, if it's a virus, if it's a um, addiction. Father God, I, I ask you to remove it. I ask you to uh, uh, bring it asunder, Father God. Um, uh, uh, re- release the devil's grip off of Bieber so he can move on and have um, an amazing career and do what he was born to do. In Jesus' name, amen. And we're going to move on. Um, Comment below. Uh, Prayers for Justin. I'm going to take a sip. A little communion. Because... The devil almost got me. I almost said some things. And I, y'all, I'm, I am far from a journalist. I am an artist myself. Um, he's working with me. And I am not perfect. Sometimes the truth um, sits up in me and it's just, I have to, to say my truth. Uh, whether it's, it's true or not, you know, let's, let's keep him just in our prayers. Uh, if you, I'm gonna, I'm gonna move on. If you are just tuning in, make sure you guys follow, subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. I don't do it for my health. Oh yeah, fit check. This is from Fashion Nova. This top you thought it was Gucci, it's not. Um, this is from Fashion Nova. I've never worn this either. Um, this is from, of course, these jewels are from my friend Kenny. Kenny the Hippie. This is from, I want to say, this is like two different rings from different places. I don't know. But this is the C. Time to be Carmine Davis. A little C moment. We'll see. I'm on my ring finger. Um, but I'm not married. Uh if you guys are just tuning in, make sure you guys follow me on twitter.com slash. Carmine Davis, Instagram.com slash Carmine Davis. Uh, um, I'm going to say Instagram.com slash Carmine Davis show. Tap in with me, guys. Um, last week's Twitter poll, we discussed Monique and all that drama that was going on over there, honey. Like, Miss Monique and D.L. Hughley and Steve Harvey, the girls were fighting over there. And I asked, what would you consider comic monique difficult 52 percent of you guys said absolutely i'm gonna pray for y'all i don't think monique is difficult i think monique's situation is difficult being a queen of comedy can't be easy honey 
I do think her situation will be a lot easier if she let go of that husband and get some real representation. So I will put that there. I do think Monique needs to possibly look into more representation. I think Monique definitely needs, would do great. Her legacy won't at all be um, damaged if she went ahead and did what she wanted, she needed to do. um, And go ahead and go over there with some white people and see if they can come and, and get Monique back. You know what I'm saying? Um, this week's Twitter poll. Uh, what do I want to say? I know what I want to say. This I want the Twitter poll to be dedicated to this hot topic. Our last hot topic is from LoveyScott.com. Did he talk to fatherhood since Kim Porter's death with Young Miami? I really could not control crying. Um, Revolt's all-new multi-platform series, Carisha Please, is here sharing one half of the City Girls rap duo, Carisha Brownlee, also known as Young Miami, as the host and special guest, Sean P. Diddy Combs. Y'all, this was a mess. Um, in the 36-minute episode, the 28-year-old host, real name Carisha Brownlee, chatted with the Bad Boy Records founder about light, yet random topics. As they sat on opposite couches sipping Combs' Deleon tequila, young Miami asked questions about love and dating, traveling to exotic islands, their relationship status, life goals, and being authentic. One of the most serious topics was life after loss of model and actress Kim Porter the mother of three of Diddy's children. How was fatherhood... Okay, I'm going to do it like Young Miami. How has fatherhood been since the passing of Kim Porter? Asked Carisha before Diddy somberly shook his head before responding. Um, hmm, fatherhood has been really, really, really real because I was like a part-time father, you know, what I'm... Oh, like a part-time father, you know what I'm saying? Kim, uh, Sarah... And everybody had everything held it down. And then, man, you know, just losing Kim, it was just like I was a full-time father. He continued, my life is really like going, cra- going crazy right now. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's, it's really, really real. You know what I'm saying? Going from just being on the road and stuff to like actually having to raise three girls and never, I've never seen, been in a situation and, you know, I guess God gave me some karma. Hit me three times. Three times. I got three girls turning 16. I'm proud of my daughters. He's added. Like, when I see my daughters, I just got so filled with pride. They're so beautiful and strong. They're, like, really, really strong young women. Like, have their own opinions, and they have their own points of view. (laughs) And they have their own dreams. It's just, like, really beautiful to see. And it's clearly why women run the world. You know what I'm saying? Like, when I'm around them. Relating to have lost someone she loved, Carisha chimed in with, I feel like that's something that me and you got in common. Like, I lost my baby father, and I feel like I never really got the chance to, like, grief about it because I was working. So I never got a chance to, like, express how I felt, or I never really like, went through the emotion. So when it it did hit me, I was, like, just fucked up. Like, it hit me at a bad, like, time and had me, like, really depressed. And I know how to handle it. 
Admitting to trying out therapy that ultimately didn't work for her, Carisha asked Diddy for insight on how she, he coped with the loss of Kim. Diddy revealed that he cried for the th- three months straight. I would just, like, walk around and uh, us all the time, he said. It was hurt. I, w- I was just hurt, you know? I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, I was just, like, not moving. I had, like, isolated myself, you know? It was definitely, it was, it was rough. I really... I really could not stop crying. I would be anywhere and just, you know, any memory would just, like, get me and really break me, break me down. You know what I'm saying? These are my Diddy and Carisha impressions, horrible impressions. But you feel me. Watch the video. I'm not too far off, right? As time went on, Diddy was able to face his new reality. He championed his religious connection and prayer as the factor that pulled him through his grief um talking to god it is what really got me through oh talking to god is what really got me through it he expressed i had a wonderful life in town with kim i have beautiful kids i'm just like the luckiest man in the world to even have had the experience to like have her in my life although love's grieving grieving process is a daily thing for him he did confirm to young miami that he in fact back is back up on his feet and ready to love again um, watch the full interview. Um, click the link below. <laughs> all right. All jokes aside, this interview, I seen it. It was very cringe. I love Young Miami, right? And I love Diddy. Watching them talk for 30 minutes was very hard because neither one of them are eloquent. Diddy's had a 30-year career. I don't understand how Diddy cannot speak. Like, you know, like, I mean... I have a daughter, you know, I mean, like, girls, like, I mean, them bitches be, like, talking back, you know, and I'm like, when do women talk back to me? But, like, they're my daughter, so, like, maybe it's karma because I was shit to Kim, you know, so, and I was shit to every woman in my life, you know. I mean, Meek, what's up? Like, you looking good, bro, like, but I ain't really want Kim, like, I shitted on Kim every chance I got. Like, Cassie's still dealing with trauma. Like, I mean, like, that's like, wow. But my daughter is like, they got backbones. Like, it's like they don't know I'm a ditty or something. Or they got self-esteem. Or they know I could die and still be millionaires. It's like karma. You know what I mean? Like, it's... It's like Diddy literally is still 25 years old. Like, what do you mean? What do you mean? He never really, and then like his relationship with Carisha, like uh, Young Miami is crazy. Him literally on her show, first guest, and he's still acting like tiptoeing around the fact that they fucking around. The whole shebang is crazy to me. This whole thing is crazy, um, but I'm going to be watching I'm here for it. All that aside, I'm here for it. And I just don't want Carisha. I'm here for anybody doing what they love to do. I do a podcast and all that stuff, but I don't think Young Miami is not for like 30 minutes. 
make I don't know. She's not very eloquent. And then Diddy's still talking like he is take that, take that. Like in the nineties, what the fuck do you mean you are a first time father? Them bitch you got grown kids. What do you mean you just started becoming a father? Kim had Kim you had two or three kids with Kim or something like that. What happened to the other ones? What what the fuck were you doing with them? What have you been doing this whole time? Kim died like 10 years ago. Like what are you what were you doing? You were 50 years old. Why is Diddy not getting his shit together? Why? Why? Let's applaud Diddy first. Let's let's for it Kim had to die for him to feel anything. Um, and go to therapy and all those things and work on himself. Sometimes it takes something like that. Lord. Because he shitted on Kim every chance he fucking got. We talked about that on a previous episode of the podcast. Um, I'm gonna link it, I think, if I can find it, where we talk about um Kim and Diddy's relationship kind of in like a little detail and why I kind of feel like it's kind of a wake up call for everybody. Like, you know, we all are guilty of it. You know, we don't really, you never know what you got until it's gone. And, um, but I feel like, you know, your kids are grown, you know, like, you know, like they died and they needed their mother and all that. Um, but you know, they've had the best nannies in the world. You're a fucking damn near a billionaire, Puff. Like, what you mean you just you had to be a full-time father? Like, what the fuck were you doing before? I don't know. And something about Diddy, I he is very question. I love Puff. Now, don't get me wrong, like as a businessman and as a brand and as an entrepreneur and as a person that I love and I really <laughs> I say all of this shit, but I would be right in your Miami spot if I could. Now, I'm, I'm far from a hater, and I'm far, I'll keep it real. I'm going to keep it, always keep it real. Now, Diddy, what's up? Like, I would definitely, but I would never allow a nigga to talk about me acting like we just cool. When you got me a whole motherfucking show, we, you got me laced, bitch, and we going on exotic location, new body. And you talking about me like I'm some a third bitch in a in a rotation. Like I would never get a chance to let him fuck me over, like ever, billionaire or not. But I know young Miami plays chess, not checkers, with these niggas. So, um, and it, I think it's more about Diddy and how his mind works, and also how young Miami mind works, and every bitch around Diddy, like. Diddy, nobody holds Diddy accountable for any motherfucking thing. I mean, like, shit. I mean, he owe Mace money. Pastor Mace. And Mace will never get it. You know, he's a shit person, but he's a genius. And I love me. Every time, I'm not going to lie, though. Every time I see Puff do anything, his, I think Puff is beautiful. I think he's a beautiful man. I do think that he's very smart. I find him. That's why I'm really pissed that he's not as eloquent as I think a genius I t- like would be like Diddy still has not learned to talk. Maybe it was a De Leon tequila or something. 
that made him because, but shit, bitch, I be slurred and uh, I'm still a wordsmith. You know, catch me. I, when I get drunk, that's when I tend to, to go out there and use, even though I could not say the word uh, paralysis a few minutes ago. But that's different. That's pronunciation, not intent. <laughs> he intended to not answer any of the motherfucking questions. I mean, uh, oh, that's Shaq. My bad. I mean, uh, like, but Diddy is definitely um, a problem. Do you, this week's Twitter, which leads me to this week's Twitter poll. Do you think that Diddy will ever, ever admit that he and Young Miami um, are a thing? Will they ever be a thing? Does he take, do you think that, do you think that Diddy takes Young Miami serious? Or is he serious about keeping it private? Like, (laughs) Like Oprah, were you silent about Young Miami or were you silenced? Huh. <sighs> Billionaire or not, I don't think no nigga's worth it. I mean, Young Miami got at least ten million in her bank account. Maybe five. Maybe two. But she worth ten, you know. She gotta be. So, I mean, she playing chess, not checkers. So, I just couldn't do it. If you on my motherfucking show, you my first motherfucking guest, and you gave me a show, you better say something. You my main bitch. <laughs> Even that kind of, when niggas say that kind of shit, or that nigga that said that, like, you my main bitch. That's, thank you. You know what I mean? Like, that's, that's something. Just uh, I mean, you know, we we go on exotic vacations, we go on church together, you know. Like, nigga, please pass that Dutch and pass me with the bullshit. I'm sorry. <laughs> pass me with the motherfucking bullshit. Like, nigga, I need twenty I need twenty twenty million dollars to to start a company. And I need it. You're gonna give it to me. Like, fuck all that. Like, I'm not trying to hear all that. Like, but that's them. I am also in a thousand square foot apartment in Alpharetta. So, and they're all Revolt TV. So there's that. I love y'all. That's the show. Um, Make sure you guys tap in with me. uh, And I will see y'all next week. Gotta go. Got a blast. Love ya. Peace.